Hey guys, welcome to the Tuesday edition of another Disney podcast. Let's do it. Welcome to Reimagineer It. We are talking about Stitch's Great Escape and Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor this week. Oh, man. Double dipping. Get rid of them. Got them? They're gone. Across the street from each other at the Mm -hmm. entrance. Can we just talk about, first of all, that's literally like the entrance at the front gate of the park. Because if you think about it, because that's the first thing you get to going in that land. And like, that's what's there. I mean, don't get me wrong. Monsters ain't laugh floor. It was funny, but it, it seems weird that like, that's the first attraction that you get to. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's the word you're going to use for monsters ain't laugh floor is funny. <laughs> it felt right. <laughs> it I went for it. I have I was in the never, moment. ever liked it. I've never liked it. All right. You guys ready? Let's jump in. Let's do it. All right, let's plow through some of the history of Monsters, Inc. The attraction first opened in April 2nd, 2007, where it replaced the Circle Vision attraction, the Timekeeper. I loved that. Mm-hmm. I loved everything about it. Robin Williams, I, I mean. I don't remember you know, it. Oh, yeah. it's good. I don't remember much about it, but I knew I remember Robin Williams. There is a great, okay. So, since you don't remember it, there's this awesome guy on YouTube. His name is Rob. His YouTube channel is rob fuzz and he does these live shows every friday i think at like four but then he'll sprinkle some other ones in where he just has dozens of videos from parks like 15 20 30 years ago yeah it's crazy we're actually gonna have him on the show in a couple of weeks his stuff is so 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 cool so we watched it and i was like oh my gosh the timekeeper we're talking about it this week i love he he went live the other day with uh stuff from Flushing Meadows Park, which is where yes. um, the 1964 65 World's Fair was. I yep. loved that. It was yeah. so great. So you almost went this weekend. I almost We're went. Almost gonna go. Yeah. Almost. Okay, sorry. Almost. <laughs> Oops. Squirrel. Rat hole. Um, oh, squirrel. No, that's not squirrel. Oh, squeaker, squeak, squeak. Squeaking. So it kind of works. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The main theater is equipped with 400 seats and it utilizes digital puppetry technology similar to the Epcot's voice directed Turtle Talk with Crush. Live actors perform voices behind a large digital screen while computer rendered monsters appear with the actors' voices. However, on October 27th, 2020, Disney announced that many of the shows in live entertainment would be laid off, such as Citizens of Hollywood, Sad Face, at Disney's Hollywood Studios and Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor at Magic Kingdom due to a dispute between the Actors' Equity Association and Walt Disney World. I did no mm. research on this. I just, when I read that, I was like, wow, that's a random reason to close. Yeah. Pretty, like, yeah. I would love to know the backstory now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so should we give both histories right up front? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, why not do it? Yeah. Uh, the history of both of them. So you might as <laughs> <yeah>. well, <laughs> the history of that's right. They're bulldozed history of stitches. Great escape. It opened November 16th, 2004. Many of the animators, this is cool. Who worked on Lilo and stitch partnered with Walt Disney air Imagineering for stitches. Great escape. The attraction was a replacement of the extraterrestrial alien encounter, which was awful. Sorry, it was the weirdest thing 
ever to be placed in a Disney theme park. Okay. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Weirder than Stitch's Great Escape? Yes. At <laughs> oh, least no. Stitch had something to do with Disney. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Well, the timekeeper didn't have anything to do with this. Well, it was supposed cool. to be it was supposed to be the alien uh movie franchise, but they lost that in the in the creation. So yeah. Anyway, on September 21st, 2016, it was announced that the attraction would be switching from a daily operated attraction to seasonally operated, depending on attendance. And then starting October 2nd, 2016, from October 2017 and onward. Hmm. So the ride's first pre-show room was turned into a Stitch meet and greet, which is where our son got to meet him, called yep. Stitch's Alien Encounter Character Greeting. We That's were all there. That was so much fun. Oh, yeah, you were. Yeah, and Brandon. And Brandon was. And me. The attraction last operated January 6, 2018, which wow. soon led to much speculation over the fate of the attraction. And, of course, eventually Disney officials confirmed in a memo sent to cast members on July 16th of 2020 that the attraction was permanently closed. So let's blow it up. Let's blow it do up. it. All right, here we go. Which one you want to start with, Matthew? You want to start with? I'll do it. You want to start with oh, Stitch's Great Escape? Oh, or? no, no, no. That's not how I'm doing it. Okay. That's not how I'm rolling. They're both going, and it is becoming one thing okay here we go so let's do it okay so for mine i am paying homage to uh the extra terrestrial air alien encounter so when you first walked into alien encounter you were brought into the tomorrowland interplanetary convention center and um i thought hmm that could be an interesting concept. So when I think of uh, Tomorrowland, I think of that like that's exactly what it is. It's the ideas as like futuristic tomorrow stuff. You know, it's not, you know, I don't need a ride there. I don't need a show there. What I want is I want to see tomorrow stuff. I want to see futuristic stuff. Right, but... So right now, when you walk into Tomorrowland, it literally should be Mike's voice saying, welcome to Tomorrowland from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So here's what, I, here's what I'm doing. I'm gutting both places, and it's becoming the Tomorrowland Interplanetary Convention Center, where you will walk in. Are you okay? Yeah. That was just a lot of <laughs> that one. There was that a lot of it. consonants. Yes. So, okay. So here, here's what we do. We're gutting it and we're putting in this convention center and inside will be um, things that Disney has up and coming, things that um, maybe if they want to loop other companies into it, that's great. Um, and I know that this has been a tried model with Communicore and Innoventions that failed, but I think it might do better in a smaller space. I mean, those lasted a long time, though. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And so I think that if there's less to update, if it's a smaller area, I think I think it could do well. I think that might be fun because when I think of Disney, I think of an innovative company that's always looking for things that they can have in their future. And so... Um, you know, whether that's cool new animatronic technology or cool new movie technology or anything that they're doing, I'd, 
I'd love to see it. And that's something that they're actually focusing on right now is um, actually, you know, they're they're kind of pulling back the curtain on Imagineering, uh, specifically with like Zach Ridley on Instagram. He shares a lot of details you wouldn't have heard, you know, 10 years ago. Right. So yeah. I, I, I'd, I'd like to see if, you know, we take that showcase that Zach Ridley is doing and actually give it a physical location. Here's what we have coming in the future. Here's what we're working on. And I, I don't know. Here's where my mind goes to with, with one of those things. Yeah. When you talk about like future technologies or current technologies that Disney's working on. Yeah. I immediately go back to the backstage, the backlot tour. Backlot, yeah. And remember where you yeah. would go by and there was the huge like fabric area yeah, and yeah, they yeah. were like making Costuming. the costume yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. sick would it be to have like whatever... I mean, I know everything now is such a big secret they wouldn't want to, but like, what if they were like redoing the, some of the yeah. animatronics yeah. from animatronics. a, from a ride that everybody always, knows. like, it'd be kind of cool to actually see them like at work. Think yeah. like, um, like the art of Disney animation that they had before where you literally would walk in and they are making a movie in front of your eyes. It was so cool. Well, there, maybe, maybe we have that model where they're literally working on something in front of your eyes, which I mean yeah. that that could be tricky. Oh, another idea that I had, um, since there's two areas, um, and I think, um, like think like electric umbrella, we could have a little walk up quick service area called future eats. Oh, I saw what you did there with, um, with food from the nineties. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, with like fun stuff that maybe they're working on, you know, that it's not, you know, it's not, you don't walk in, it's the same menu necessarily every day, you know? Yeah. My mind, my, you know where my mind goes? My mind immediately goes to dip and dot, like the dip and dot, the ice yeah. cream of the future. Ice cream. <laughs> and then do you remember that stuff? I, Brandon, I don't know if you ever saw this. We had this place here at a mall locally. It didn't last very long, but they would, uh, what's the, they would dry ice like cereal and you would eat it right and then and it's like freezing cold you eat it and then when you breathe they, the place was literally called dragon's breath i'm not kidding oh, dang. And so you, oh, eat, and you would blow out like the, all of the oh that's so cool <laughs> it could be all that kind of stuff <laughs> okay so that's what i that's what i got it's the tomorrowland convention center and when you walk into tomorrowland yeah, tomorrowland tomorrowland when you walk in there i want to see cool stuff yeah. You know, I I want to I want to see tomorrow. I you know, so I don't necessarily want it to be a time capsule. And that's yeah. not what Disney World is supposed to be or any Disney park because that's what Walt Disney said. Don't let it be yeah. a time capsule. It's always evolving. So, always right, here's changing. here's the one thing Brandon, we got to make sure that he doesn't call it convention center cuz I feel like yeah. anybody under the age of 25 would walk by and be like <laughs> <laughs> So you got to think of a yeah, clever name be, like Future Eight. It's got to be a much better name than Convention Center. Well, but, I yeah. was thinking more along the line, like literally it was the Tomorrowland Interplanetary Convention Center that you walked into for Alien Encounter. It needs its own website. Yeah. <laughs> Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Wait. I mean, that's. It's tick like for it. short. Tick for short. Tick. Yeah. Tick. Like oh, tick. Timekeeper. 
Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Okay. Anyway. All right. Who's okay. next? That was good. I'll go. Right. Okay, go. Yeah. You got it. Okay. So, uh, all right. Let's take a look at the blo- the blueprints. So, up on screen. So, both of these areas have some unfortunate, like, huge things stacked against them. All right. So, small footprint. Not a lot of queue space. Not being able to expand, like, forward, backward. I guess they could go up. Um, but there's really no expansion space at all. So the question is, how can we utilize this space with minimal changes? Because I'm also thinking about their budget since things are killing them since COVID. So here we go. Yeah. First, I would turn Monsters Laugh Floor into Ralph Breaks the Internet Attraction. Okay. All right. So stay with me. Yep. Now, here's the thing. Now, uh, I I should give an idea. So think similar to fill our magic and it's a bug's life but not those okay. i know those are dated like but yeah he, he here's stay with me a, a lot of disney's decisions are based on successes of different ips so when i look at ralph breaks the internet i immediately search i was like well how much money did it make because like that was the second film well the yeah. second film did way more way better than the first film did so yeah. it grossed 529 million and i was like kind of like is that a lot I don't know if that's a lot, but then I was like, okay, well, how much did Moana make? Cause I felt like that was a pretty big smash hit. So that was only yeah. 643 million. So in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't that big of a difference to me. Maybe I'm wrong, but I was like, okay, Ralph breaks the internet. And like, when I'm thinking technology and future related, I feel like that doesn't bode well for the first film sure. anyway, but Ralph breaks the internet does. Um, Okay, I think this would be perfect into the forward-thinking theme of t- Tomorrowland because that's what it's always been about. And there's already a theater and a screen experience yep. in that space. So that's an easy-ish lift. So looking at the blueprints, I would gut the theater seating, the, the theater seating, and we would have to build a state-of-the-art rumble seats, if you would, smell-o-vision, et cetera. Oh, like um, we went to Philhar Magic in uh in paris in paris yes that they, they had like this weird rumble seating yes. is that what you're talking I about th- yeah so we're like base and stuff or, or they could do well i think of the it, bugs like life the f- when you get stung by the whatever like yeah. so they could the work little bugs run underneath you well i remember in uh paris the floor literally moved like it was like a moving oh, floor dang, i don't even remember that yeah like it was crazy like when the um i you know philhar magic when the uh you're in the Fantasia scene. The brooms, whenever the brooms would like slam, it, you wouldn't only hear it, the floor would shake. It was so cool. Yeah. It, I love that. Gotta it. go to Paris. We went to Disneyland Paris and saw Philhar Magic. What? <laughs> <laughs> was it in English? Yeah. I think they did do it. Some of the rides we weren't weren't in English. But Actually, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, some of the things weren't, but you could figure it out. Yeah. Um. So... Like, okay, so we got the new seating replacing, like got to get some smell of vision stuff in there. So 4D, right? Um, so the, we would definitely need to up, update the screen and technology around that because I just think that's, I mean, that was built a long time ago. So screen and technology and video, what they can do now is, I mean, I, I my mind immediately goes to the LED wall that they put in, the, and it's been there for several years now, but the LED yeah. wall they put in the frozen um 
what is it? Sing, sing a lot, frozen sing yeah, a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. picture is incredible. Unless and the panels like are 600. out. <laughs> and that's dated. So imagine what they could do now. Yeah. So, all right. My first choice would have been, so replace the screen. Now, to be honest, my first choice would have been a virtual experience for sure. And not what yeah. you're thinking, like the goggles and <laughs> the weird. <laughs> things that you see on tiktok how do you know yeah. that your your boyfriend will never leave you and it's got he's down there playing with those silly things on. anyway everybody get, everybody gets their own oculus yes but if you think back to the void if you did not get a chance to do the void in disney springs oh my Amazing. gosh like that was a completely Iconic. immersive experience now um I, there's just no way to do that that wouldn't work in a park because of the time it takes to put all that stuff on the limited yeah. amount of space that you have. That people, that's tricky. not going to work. So that had to go. Um, but uh, there just needs to be a way to have some type of immersion in it. And then I thought, okay, well we could do, there's like this random ride at Bush gardens, Williamsburg, where you go in there and you sit out and you do put like battle a, fryer. Yes. You put a goggle helmet on <laughs> horrific <laughs> experience just because oh the my gosh, it's, it's not great. Horrible. But now I'm thinking, dude, with COVID, like we can't, you can't wear anything. No, yeah. the one thing that still works except for 3d glasses is 3d glasses. Yeah. That's yeah. the one thing that still works. I mean, even during like, even during all this stuff with COVID, all the 3D attractions are up and operating. Yeah. So they're easy yeah. to clean and they like, they're obviously easy to cheap to manufacture. <laughs> I, <laughs> so it's not very expensive. I, I always um, like with star tours and um, the, the toy story mania. I always crap from the back of the set. Cause I'm like, uh, no, uh, <laughs> that, yeah, that might've been all 47. Of that might've been, I, I did that before COVID too. Like I didn't yeah, I, was, I didn't want people's hands all over my right. face. <laughs> like, I'm no, with you. Thank you. But well, in COVID <laughs> times, that's still the cleanest, yeah. safest way. Yep. Yeah. Um. So that's what I would do there. Um. I still nope. think they would have to use the Q space the way it is. But um. I feel like Brandon. It's been such a long time since we've been in there, Brandon. <laughs> it's always been this ongoing joke between Brandon and. Krista and Kim and I, we went one time and we sat in there. You know how they had like the little cameras that would before the show would start, zoom and they would zoom in and turn the light on, on like on a. And on there'd a be there guest. would be like they put a little caption on the bottom of yes. the screen, yeah. <laughs> and so they zoomed in on Brandon and put churros for everybody. <laughs> 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 so that's always been our joke, and Brandon's never bought us. I love churros. it. Oh my gosh, I've never gotten churros for anybody, much less everybody. That's right, but I like. When I read that back to you, Brandon, were, were you not surprised that there's 400 seats in there? Yeah, that's that did not. Uh, I thought it was way smaller than that. Yeah, sure. I mean, if, like, because yeah. at yeah. first I was thinking, like, us, if we do another, what I originally thought was going back to Timekeeper and doing a Circle Vision thing, but you can't put a lot of people in there. I mean, there's and um, Littles can't see as well either. There's probably what eight rows of fifty. I guess so, but dang, I didn't I think guess. it was that many people yeah. yeah so that's a, i mean that's a good crowd hold that i mean that's that's philhar magic size right yeah i mean that's like i feel like philhar magic might be bigger it's got to be because i, uh, I yeah. was just surprised okay all right so that's all i got for then so let's go across the street now, okay this might be an easy way out but i just thought there was something missing so turning to stitches okay. greatest scrape there have been rumors for some time of turning this into a character meet and greet spot and I would do that. 
So okay. very little would need to be done. Just yep. some great backdrops. Think of how they did uh, the character meet and greet in Epcot with like the Fab Five. They yeah. had like these cool backgrounds. You know, the lighting was all great in there. It would be a great spot to include a ton of characters that are either never in the park or hardly in the park. That's why I think this would be yeah. valuable. Yeah. And I w- you could keep it Tomorrowland theme. And so th- what would come to mind, every, isn't it during like the Christmas party that they do or some party that they always have the cast of the incredibles are always out there like a, they do they do a dance party with a dj oh right because yeah. they're the only yeah. ones who party it's weird and then, <laughs> so you could have all of them right you could have uh mr and mrs incredible edna frozone like so there's some characters that you hardly get to see and then baymax i think would make yeah. more sense there than he would at epcot continuing stitch obviously as an homage to him and his attraction but I, he's still a hugely popular character and can then bring lilo? ralph and penelope over and join sadness can we get lilo yeah sure okay cool let's do thank it thank you so i mean I, I maybe i was taking the cheap way out but i just kind of felt like there's not great character ex- experiences and it was what, like in tomorrowland and that was a way to bring in characters that you didn't wouldn't typically get to see that are part of some pretty big yeah. franchises yeah yeah that's awesome that's my yeah. thoughts i love it Go yeah Dave. i i like it a lot i you know there's nothing wrong with not even though we're bulldozing it you know, we don't have to completely remake it. We can use right. the spot that's there. And it actually so. has a lot like the stitches greatest. There's a lot of Q space like outside. Yeah. I mean, so that kind of yeah. helps. Like at first I was like, where are you going to put everybody? But they had, it goes kind of around, you know yeah. where the big gray rocks are that go where you, yeah, like right at the entrance. It's you all mean the rocks that there. need to be absolutely demolished and <sighs> they need to go away now. At least yeah. just go back to a normal color like Mars. I don't understand yes. the gold, the gray rock. Yes. Anyway. That's where you would exit the stitches meet and greet yeah you would walk yep. through that you through there yeah brandon yeah, what you I like got it. dude yeah i'm ready for brandon's we'll see what i want to hear all right so dave i love the fact that you took the economical way out but <laughs> hey if we're going <laughs> if we're going to completely reimagine it we're going to say that covid didn't happen and that money isn't really an option right here we go here we so, go here we go Right. This is what I would do. I think what Tomorrowland is missing is a wow factor. When you turn right from the hub and you walk into Tomorrowland, yes, there's a sign, but I think it's missing the wow. Like, and Disney is really good at the wow. So this is what I would do. I would demolish both buildings. Okay. I would demolish them completely and I would build this. I would build a futuristic building, a building that kind of reminds me of the Coke building in Disney Springs, different color scheme and obviously not Coke themed. But what I would do would be this. We know that we love the people mover in my dream world. The people mover opens back up in all of its greatness. But what I think hurts the people mover is that where that attraction loads is not the best. It's situated over the restaurant under the Astro orbiter and it's kind of shoved in there. So this is what I would do in this building. It would be sort of the model of a futuristic train station, futuristic train depot. I don't, that's not the right word for it, but no, I'm hearing you. It would be a building that, is kind of like 
Union Station in uh, New York, but yeah. upgraded to the future. So there's restaurants in there. There's exhibits in there and like futuristic exhibits that are kind of, you know, they remind me of when you leave Spaceship Earth, they have all those okay. games and futuristic right, exhibits. Yeah. But there's going to be a much better version of that updated to the future, obviously. Sick. So both buildings would be connected by a bridge. So on the left side where you have Stitch's Great Escape, this is where the train station portion of it would be. This would be a new loading area for the People Mover attraction. Because I think the People Mover attraction needs like a cool loading area. You know, as it sits now, you know, you go up the moving thing, staircase, but the, you know, depending on the day, the queue winds through the... You know, it's just random. So I think that a cool interactive queue for the loading station would be awesome for the people mover. So that's the, that's that side. The buildings would be connected by a bridge. So you go to the other side and this is where you have your quick service restaurant. This is where you have your Tomorrowland gift shop, you know, something on the size of mouse gear, take out all the little gift shops that are Uh. everywhere in Tomorrowland in Tomorrowland and just make a big one that encompasses everything in there. Um, and so that's what I would do. I, you know, I would demolish it all. It needs a flourish. Tomorrowland needs a flourish in the entrance. And I think that by building this giant futuristic thing, um, that has a great queue. I think of Peter Pan, like an awesome queue that has like, Hey, this is how the people mover works. This is the technology that does that. And then like, you can move the cars around on the wall and things like that. So this, that is what I would do. Um, that's just what pops in my head the most. I just think Tomorrowland, like you said, looks super outdated. And I think it just needs a, Hey, that's the land I want to head to from the hub. I'd, I want to, I want everybody to go right instead of going left. Yeah. I mean, really. I, I think of, you know, you say that I think of Walt Disney, like they built Tomorrowland and then Walt was like, mm, yeah, <laughs> you know, and they gutted it and redid it. Like they completely yeah. redid Tomorrowland. I, I think it might be time for a Tomorrowland re re-update. Re-update? Yeah. Yeah. Re-update. Re-update. And there's a whole bunch of other things I would do. We could do a whole another episode on just the rest of Tomorrowland because I think a lot of stuff in Tomorrowland doesn't belong in Tomorrowland. But for now, that's what I would do with Stitches and Monsters. I hear it. (laughs) There's a show that we listened to that a long time ago. One of the hosts said, the hole in the ozone layer above Florida is solely caused by autopia. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and that's my number. Why? That's the number one thing I would take out of Tomorrowland. Yeah, that's all right. Go. All right. All right. All right. That's a huge footprint, too. We're walking into Tomorrowland for the first time. It's right after we, we rode Seven Doors Mine Train. We're like, we're super pumped. The first thing we run into is a, a an alien lounge singer. And after we're done eating lunch, we go and we sit down in a car that burns more gas than a, a diesel semi. <laughs> and then after we're done with that, we go and we break our neck on a rickety old f- attraction that's 50 years old. Which one? Yes. 
<laughs> and then we get in that creepy elevator to go up to Astro Orbiters. Yes. Where the view is amazing, the ride is horrible, and the ele- elevator is sketchy at best. And then if you want more than one person to fit in your car, mm, sorry, hard pass. It's one not, time not going to happen. One time during Disney after hours, you know, when there's nobody there, they tried to put me and my dad in the same car. <laughs> <laughs> sorry what uh, my dad and i are both over 200 pounds i remember um, that it how, what yeah how? my wife and i my <laughs> wife and i they did put krista and i in one of those cars i swear to god i thought they had to get the jaws of life to get us out of the thing <laughs> that's it matthew you and i are riding it together no. <laughs> i can't i can't like we i my dad sat down in it and i was like Nope. You have fun. I'm going to go stand to the side. And that's what I had to do. I had to wait. And then I wrote it on the next one. I was like, yep. are you serious? Right just now? be like dad, vertical pedal right on the right now. Floor it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just, I want to say this. We love Tomorrowland. I feel like we have bashed the crap out of it for the last five minutes. I'd still love Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland's my favorite land. I know. it's yeah. so. I love the retro love fabulousness yeah. of it. But it needs some work. And more than just a fresh coat of paint on them creepy rocks. Retro. It needs some, <laughs> like you said, retro fabulous. It kind of made me think of ghetto yeah. fabulous. But now I'm like <laughs> retro ghetto fabulous. <laughs> I think that's a... I think that's it. <laughs> retro ghetto fabulous. Why can't this be I a like normal it. episode? That would be the I title. <laughs> <laughs> retro ghetto fabulous retro ghetto fabulous oh this was great that's my life motto man, i'm retro awesome. ghetto fabulous all right man great ideas yeah this was super yeah. cool so much fun all right uh we'll be back next tuesday when we reimagine wait for it tell them matthew animation courtyard oh, oh we got some stuff for you it's gonna be good we'll see you next time see you next time <laughs>